When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the third and final hour of the Lori and Julia show on Wednesday, 11-11, a.k.a. Veterans Day. I hope you're out there uh, listening on the app or the stream, because if you are, you could be a MyTalk Listener Rewards member where you could win a $1,000 gift card to Little Blind Spot. We're calling it the Little Blind Spot Window Warm-Up. You can win gift cards to Lunds and Byerly's, Ikea, Crisp and Green, Punch Pizza, and more. So sign up at uh, mytalk1071.com, keyword rewards. Uh, Rocco, before we get into our game, we yes. got to thank uh, Clinton. He heard you, Julia. We were talking about Donald Sutherland, and you said his father, somebody, uh, he was a hugely important Canadian or yes, something. Yes, yes. Clinton was doing, he knew it. He, Donald Sutherland's father-in-law, Tommy Douglas, his first wife. yes. Who he cheated on with Jane Fonda. Lovely. Okay, but he led the province that was the first in Canada to institute single payer health care. And he was voted the greatest Canadian in it. a TV contest because of that. All right, there you because go. Because everybody I knew it was has someone. insurance. Yeah, it was yeah. a big deal. Okay, sorry. Well, cool. This is a great transition. Is it? To, because it's time for uh, Pop Culture Jeopardy. Shall we play a game? As you always know, I look for a theme. I thought, wow, today we could do 11s, we could do veterans. And then I was like, well, we can't do Jeopardy without paying tribute to the guy. Okay. Right? Yeah. The Canadian guy, Alex Trebek. Yes. And I think you guys are going to do well in this because you read up on all sorts of Alex Trebek trivia this week. So we'll start with the question about okay. Canada. And okay. oh, by the way. Try and ask it in a question. Uh, yes, I believe I, I wrote all of these so that you now have to answer them in the form of a question. Okay. Okay. Uh, this Canadian province is the home to w- Alex What Trebek's, is that? Ottawa. Uh, province. Uh, is the home to Alex Trebek's hometown, Sudbury. It's also the home to the most populous city in Canada. Who, what Toronto. is Quebec? Oh. <laughs> what is... We don't know the question yet. Yeah, I guess we don't. Okay, basically, what province features it, the city's Sudbury, Alex's hometown, and what is Toronto? Mar- what is Maritime? No. No, it's it's an O, isn't it? What is... Ottawa is the name. Ottawa is the province, but that's there's not the answer. There's another O you're forgetting. Ontario. Ontario. Is Ontario. There you go. I got it. Maritime was very close, though. Thank right? you. Right. Um, okay. Because that is the name of a province. Um, Julia. All right. In case you ever get asked in another Jeopardy question. I wouldn't have known that because I thought, what the hell does that have to do with that? I didn't know that. Nova Scotia, I think. It's those states over there. 
Okay. Those provinces. Uh, Number two, his wife, Elaine Calais, once held this job, one that involved dressing in a low-cut leotard with a fuzzy tail. What is Paper Bunny? Bunny? Well, that was very close. I think... Mm -hmm. I got it. I think Laura got in there first. Because I said it in a question. Yes. You just went blah, blah, blah. I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It does take an extra second to say it in the question. I know. And we haven't done this in a few weeks. No, we haven't. So now this is a little bit of a learning curve for all of us here. Uh, Question three in 1990, or answer three, sorry. In 1991, he made history by hosting three shows on American television at, at the same time. Jeopardy, Classic Concentration, and this show that Lori once appeared on. Or to, to tell, tell the, the truth. truth. What is to tell the truth? Yes. Oh, we both said it, though, yeah, Lori. Lori. All right, fine. <laughs> she did it. Okay. I don't know. Put it in I the form of a question. Yeah, no, it's all good. That's, remember. It's three to zero. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, these are all questions about the late Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, in our little game called Pop Culture Jeopardy. Uh, number four, Alex and his wife did a bit of a couple swap on April Fool's Day, 1997, when they switched game show and hostess With roles. With Pat, what is um, Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, that's correct. What is Wheel of Fortune? They switched with Pat Sajak and, and Van, Van White. White. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go. even know that, but that seemed obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 there's a, a few facts. I hope, I hope you'll learn something about Alex. Oh, Rocco, we're learning and taking notes okay, the whole good. way. Because <laughs> I heard you guys talking about various things last hour, and I was like, oh man, they're gonna, they're gonna know all of these. So, including this one, in 2001, Alex shocked the world when he got rid of this. It's, what the is the mustache? mustache? What is the mustache? I, got it. I think Julie got it. Oh, Julie's coming back. Mm-hmm. It's three, three to two. two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready. Uh, number six. Because his, he was hired for the mustache. Yeah. The first one since Groucho Marx. That is so hysterical to me. And was Groucho Marx mustache even real? Was that, was that thing? Yeah, that was on? a real mustache. Oh, I suppose I, on his game show, I know it was. But in the movies, he had that kind of painted on thing, didn't he? I don't know. I, I don't was know. never a Marx Brother fan. That seemed to Ever. be like guys, like Ever. Stooges. Yeah. Mm, I think uh, you guys might like it. I've been introducing my boy to the Marx Brothers, and he's really that dead. seems like a good thing for you guys to bond over. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's fun. It's going well. Slap stick. Right? Um, correct, and a lot of wordplay. Yeah, but yeah, and some musicianship. We'll we'll talk about oh. Marx Brothers later. Okay. Um, <laughs> at his seven hundred acre farm in Creston, California, Alex once grew grapes for a winery and raised this breed of horses used mostly for horse racing. What is an Appalachian? What is a thunder? Thunder. What is an Appaloosa? Julia's closer there with the what, right. What is an Appalachian? What is an Aleutian? No. What, what is the what's the horse what is Appalachian? What, what kind of horses run in in horse? I know. Ra- I know. The big ones. What is an Arabian? And it's about That's, it's n- no. it, it refers to kind of their breeding. And it starts with a th. What is, what is a thoroughbred? Th- yes, that is. <laughs> Okay, some more. Doesn't thoroughbred just mean 100% you know, one type? I sort of wonder that too, but it's as like I a was Labrador. It it's today, 100% a Labrador. Um, as I was Googling it today, whatever it's the, the name answer of a breed. is, thoroughbred. Yeah. They actually, Lori would like this. It said something about how it's like a hot and feisty horse. Right. That's oh. only good at like running in short distances. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. Thoroughbred. That's right. That's how a I lot of people believe- like their people. <laughs> yeah. Hot and feisty. Yeah. I know. And good for short distances. Short distances. Um, I think we perform in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Number seven. Young Alex spent a summer considering becoming one a, of these. What is a priest? 
That's pretty close, yes. What is pastor? Whatever. Yeah, but reconsidered after deciding he couldn't take a vow of silence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he's, he was uh, practicing to be a Trappist monk mm-hmm. in hopes of becoming a priest, but he. I'm taking that point. It. It's three to four. That's yeah, good. of course. Okay, uh, in 1996, he made an appearance on this Sci-Fi Fox TV show. What is X Files? Yes. Only because I watched Jillian Anderson last night. <laughs> she talked about it. On I, Jimmy Kimmel, and they I never got he that. played the clip. Oh really? I would have never got that. Um. Jesse Ventura was in that episode. Really? Alex Trebek and then Charles C. Riley. Riley. Oh. Really? Yeah. Um, I was just going to look it up. I think it was season three in case you wanted to watch it. Yeah. I'll find out what, um, if any, if it's streaming anywhere. That's the Looks only like reason X-Files I know on that one. X-Files is on Hulu in case you want to watch okay, the Alex Trebek, you. Jesse Ventura mm-hmm. episode. All right, so we've got uh, three more here. Okay. What's our score? It's five, five to three. To three. Oh, so it's anybody's game. For years, Alex's breakfasts consisted of a Diet Coke and this candy bar made by Mars. Twix. What is it? No, no, no. Topped with caramel. No, I what know. Is what is it? No, it's, what is it? Thousand dollar. What? Uh, Lori had it. What was it? Snickers. Yes. Diet Remember Coke when they were I know, marketing I, Snickers like it had yes, everything yes, and that you needed for yes, a healthy I breakfast bar? I love Snickers. Mm-hmm. Frozen. For a long time in high school, I would, my breakfast consisted of microwave bacon and a can of Coke. So yeah, that sounds so good. It, you know, it it was good when you're there's 16, nothing 17 like a good old. can of Coke. Well, oh. and then your stomach is so strong it is. at that age. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, number ten in 2014, he surpassed this CBS game show host for the Guinness Who is record Alan Ludd? for most episodes hosted. Who is Alan White? No. Who is um, Pat Sajak? No, who is Bob Barker? Yes. Oh, Lori. I'm just not thinking right. Bob Barker had hosted 6,828 episodes of The Price is Right, and, and Alex uh, passed him by. How did Bob Barker end every single pass, Price is Right show? About the Get adoption. Don't forget to neuter your dogs. Dogs, yes. yeah. Mm, neuter your pets. I hope he's doing well in Beverly Hills. He's like 93 now. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope so. He was he was fun to watch. As he were really Barker's beauties. Yes, they were. Um, okay, final question. I think it might be out of reach for Julia. It is, but here, it's okay. But in 1967, Alex met this monarch, then 43 years old, twice. Who's Queen Elizabeth? Yes. Oh, where did host- you read that? Well, he's Canadian, and oh. she's yes, she was in monarch. town for the uh, Canada's centennial. And he told kind of a funny story. I guess this is in his book. He met her one day um, and she asked him, oh, who are you and what do you do? And he's like, I'm Alex. I host the show. And then he met her again the next day and he's like, oh, my gosh, she's my new friend now. How you doing, queen? And she's like, and who are you and oh, what, do what do you do? do? I love it. Charmed, <laughs> so, I'm sure. Yes. So that concludes uh, Pop well, Culture Jeopardy. Well, it was eight to three. I got I got smashed. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. No kidding. All right. Can I tell you guys something? Mm-hmm. Well, we're R.I.P.ing. All right. So we're we've been kind of R.I.P.ing Johnny Depp this week, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So get Garcelle, who is a housewife of New New Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, and she's also on um the talk, the real, the real this year. Thank you, boy. Um. Here, so she made, and we'd already heard this. Back in the day before Johnny Depp was Johnny Depp and he was just in a band in Miami because he grew up in Miami, mm-hmm. um, she was dancing um, with her girlfriends at a 
bar all night long. And by the end of the night, there was this, their, her friends are like, that guy's over there is watching you, watching you. And by the end of the night, Johnny Depp got the nerve to come over and say, hey, I'm in a band. I'm doing a music video and I'd love for you to be in it. And Garcelle says, I was like, you know, we exchanged phone numbers. He was living with his sister and her two kids. Listen, she says, this is way before he was Johnny Depp. Right. And Lonnie Love chimes in, pretending to be disappointed in the story and saying, oh, this was before he was famous. Okay, I'll put down the tea then. I'm not interested. And she said, well, Johnny called her. They hung out um, one day at his sister's house. He planted one on me, a kiss. And, you know, he hadn't. He hadn't perfected the kiss yet. I guess is how I'm going to leave it. Mm -hmm. She ended up marrying so many other people, and he ended up doing so many other things. He briefly got married like when he was 19 or something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. Um, oh, that's right. That's 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 a very nice uh, thing to take out of your uh, storage uh, bank of memories. Storage shed. Yeah, your kissing storage shed. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. cast in a video. That used to be a way that people would hit on people. Remember video vixen? Videos, yeah. Video vixen. What was her that name? That was like Vivica a line at clubs. What was her name? V- Confessions of a video vixen. vixen. It was on our show. She was on our show, and she slept with Shakira. Karen. No. Yeah, her name was Kareen. Kareen. Kareen Alexander, Kareen Confessions of a Video Vixen. That's all I, Kareen, I can't think of her last name. And she slept with Shaq. Um, it was, her name is, um, oh, for Christ, um, Kareen Stephens. Thank you. And she was a video gal in L.A., and she talked about the time she slept with Shaq, and he ordered the extra large bed, and after every time they would have sex, they had to throw out the mattress. Yeah. He sweat so much. All right, there you go with it. <laughs> That we will go ready for a shower dirt alert. Yes. <laughs> this is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, please. <laughs> yes, we shall. We're going to start with this story about Lisa Marie Presley, and she's dealing with a medical emergency amid the pushback of her custody trial with her ex, Michael Lockwood. So this medical incident has pushed back the court appearance of their private trial. Lisa Marie shares twins Finley and Harper. They're 11 years old with Michael Lockwood. They split up four years ago after 10 years of marriage. The custody decision is expected to be revealed within weeks. Right. Oh, wonder what the medical I, I, emergency that's what, well, was. You know, I mean, poor Lisa, Lisa Marie. Loved, she's she lost just, her son. Mm-hmm. Um, suicide, which yep. is just the worst. The worst. Yeah, I, mean, I you never get you can never get over that as a mother, I don't think. No. No. I mean, just it would be so devastating. I think so too. And then she's got this going on and she's trying to stay sober. Yeah, I think it's been hard. Very I just really wonder what the medical emergency All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, we don't know what that is. But right, Lisa Marie has been through so much. And well, not to mention all of the financial stuff that she's mm, gone through. Right. The bad investments. Oh, the all the in bad American, manager. In American yes. Idol. Right. 
Oh boy. All right. Well, we wish Lisa Marie the best. Hopefully she's recovering from her medical emergency and she can move forward with this custody arrangement with Michael Lockwood. Uh, Cassie David, the daughter of Larry David and the ex-girlfriend of Pete Davidson, is talking about her relationship in a new collection of essays that she's written called No One Asked for This. And she's talking about her relationship and the subsequent breakup with Pete Davidson. And she said of their relationship, they dated for over two years. She said it was complicated by their respective mental health situations. David she uh, said that she struggles with anxiety and that they got tattoos and that she struggled to end things but uh, because Pete Davidson's behavior. But when she finally broke up with Pete Davidson, she attempted to get back with him. Then Pete told her he was the happiest he had ever been after they broken up. And then she learned a couple days later that was she was with Ariana Grande. And then she had her tattoos covered up. And then he was like engaged like a month later. Yeah, I know. Okay, here's the deal. First of all, mm-hmm. note to self, do not get a tattoo. With them until you've known someone six months. Well, they had been <laughs> dating two and a half years. Oh, they had. Yeah, six they, months at the bar. Yeah, they dated two and a half years. It was a long, long time. I, I, Amy Kaufman was from the LA Times. I think did the review of this book and said she is her. She is funny. Very oh, funny. She is like her dad. Yeah, My gosh. Larry David. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we learn in this essay that it was Dad Larry David that was there for her when she was really upset. Apparently, she was just wouldn't get out of bed. But Listen, that would be a hard thing. Your would. guy mm-hmm. that you dated for two and a half years, you break up. Maybe you've broken up, but he's immediately like less than a week later having a full blown out loud thing with. This cute little pop star. And then and engaged, they engaged a month a month later. later. Yeah. That'd be hard to deal with. Oh, yes. Well, she's, <laughs> That would be. Uh-huh. I mean, a, a regular breakup yeah. just stinks beyond belief and can throw you into some places for a long time. Yeah. Not that I speak from experience, but... Right. <laughs> but still, that makes yeah. it really hard when somebody bounces like right into... Oh, it. my gosh. The I'm arms so of an international... Happy. Right, an international pop <laughs> star. Oh, Damn it. Oh, my goodness. Well, she said of her relationship with Pete Davidson that she and Pete are friends again. So she acknowledged acknowledges Pete in the foreword for this book, saying your bravery inspires me and your friendship means the world to me. So they've reconciled. All right. If you want to read the book, it's out November 17th. A little casting news for you guys. Jake Gyllenhaal has a new job. He's going to be in a Michael Bay movie called Ambulance. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Be a cute doctor. Oh, well, this is like it tells a story of two brothers who steal an ambulance that is already in a heightened state with a female paramedic and a patient who's in critical condition. Gyllenhaal isn't playing a doctor. He's playing the older brother. And that's really all we have to say. But it's going to be Michael Bay eyes. So there's probably going to be Chase's explosion Mm -hmm. and probably some cleavage. Okay, (laughs) we'll take it. Okay, sure. Any port in a storm. All right. Uh, Pharrell Williams, he has a new skincare line out it's called human race all one word and uh it's going to be out later this month uh just in time for the holidays november 25th and uh you can get a couple of things you can get a rice powder cleanser a lotus enzyme exfoliator Mm. 
Yes, and you can get some humidifying cream. Do any of these things sound wonderful for your skincare regime? The humidifying cream. cream. Yeah, but, I mean, Julie and again, I, are, we so, love this kind of stuff. I, I do, love it, love I it, do. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So many people, like, um, who is um, David E. Kelly's? Michelle Pfeiffer has come out with a line of makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, she came out, and there's no, um, you know, chemicals in it, and she's been working on it. Um um, the guy who played Hannibal Lecter, um, he has a line of cologne out and candles. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony yeah. Hopkins does. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many people are coming out with their their lines, extending their brand, as it were. Health and beauty. Yes. Health and beauty. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you... So let's stay on this topic just for a second. Let's pick your brains. What are... What is the... Both of you, what are the one go-to items that you just, like, can't live without, skincare regime-wise? Moisturizer. Yeah. Like, what kind? I want to get it, recommendations. Oh, well, <laughs> um, we, well, I like, okay, so I like, we both use Neostrata, yep. but we'll go off of something that, because you can only buy that, you know, it, at, a, at a dermatologist, mm-hmm. but like at a drugstore, like I love Aveeno's because they have a body lotion with SPF in it, and I also, Cetaphil, you, Cetaphil, I love. you can never go but wrong I'm with their you, moisturizers. Yeah. They're cleansers. Yeah. They're the price points yeah. that they are, but and the fact 20, lotion no, now is twenty dollars a bottle. There's no mm-hmm. fragrance. I know in the Cetaphil. Cetaphil. It's, Cetaphil. It, it's, Cetaphil. Mm-hmm. it's twenty dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! I almost I, and I'm like I needed some, and I'm like that just feels like it went up ten bucks. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I need hydration. It's yeah. getting I so do. dry. I do. Well, speaking of celebrity scents. There is a new celebrity scented candle out just in time for the holidays, and it's from our good friend Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, what now? <laughs> so yeah, no. she did she come <laughs> out with the one I gave her the idea. This arm, this candle smells like my armpit. No. Okay. <laughs> but her no, unfortunately, Lori, she did not hear your bat signal, and we did not get that. No, we have a new candle. It's called "This Smells Like My Prenup." Oh, for crying out loud. For $75, it's a joke gift. Yeah, yeah $75. This oh, one is too. Rich people jokes. Yeah, these are rich people jokes and prices. Oh, my God. Well, now it contains notes of grapefruit and sexy, citrusy bergamot with supple notes of ripened raspberry. And but, I don't know if people want to joke about their prenup no. if they're going to be ready for this candle. I don't predict this is going to sell that well. No. No. It's a joke gift. I like, know, yeah. but if people are sensitive if they forget to get a prenup. I don't know that they're <laughs> going to want a candle. <laughs> oh. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I hope everyone's driving safely. Um, okay, so the story came up. You know, there's been a lot of... Um, earlier in the week, we found out that Pfizer has... Um, said that they've got a vaccine that's 90% successful, which was really exciting news for everybody because it feels like there could be an end to this at some point. And um, there have been through, ever since COVID started, would you take a vaccine? Would you take a vaccine? Some people would, some people would It wouldn't. was a really low number, like 29% said yes. But yeah. that was a couple months ago. It was. But it, there is, for whatever reason, vaccine has become a bad name, and I don't like but, it. Well, I'm going to take us back to the year 1952, okay? okay? there. This was when polio was peaking, and um, the New York City Department of Health, Health actually in 1954 launched a massive publicity campaign to promote vaccines against polio. And they were able to give um, the polio vaccine to small children, 
but they couldn't get the teenagers who was still being affected by polio to get the vaccine. So Dr. Jonas Salk, who developed the um, polio vaccine in his laboratory in Pittsburgh, um, it was a three-part process. You had to get three different shots. And again, it provided more than 90% protection from polio. Mm-hmm. But the teenagers, again, wouldn't get it. People stayed home for like four years I know with they the did, polio. Because people were so freaked out mm-hmm. how many kids were dying yeah. or becoming completely paralyzed. Right. I mean, it was really pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so in... Um, Elvis Presley was just coming up in the ranks. He, Heartbreak Hotel was a hot, hot thing. Mm-hmm. And he was going to appear on the Ed Sullivan show in 1956, his very first appearance. And um, someone with the polio vaccine says, we can't get teenagers to do it. What if we get Elvis Presley to take the vaccine and get a picture and post the picture everywhere? It will help encourage teenagers to do it. Yeah. So they did so. And that helped. Encourage the teenagers because they thought of someone, if you know, Elvis that we, is doing it. we um, want to do it. Um, you know, Elvis is doing it. I can do it kind of thing because he was everybody's hero. But they also um, talked about it wasn't that wasn't the end all be all. It wasn't enough. So what the game changer was is that they had to get teenagers to buy into it. And they did door-to-door things to people's doors to get teenagers to come and get it. They set up dances where only vaccinated teens could get in. Mm. Um, It was the power of kind of understanding, like, let's get them to be um, not allowed to do what they want to do unless they're vaccinated kind of thing. And that helped. And then it was eradicated and polio's, you know, by the 60s it was done kind of thing. So... What happened today, which is kind of interesting, is that Ticketmaster, you know, the big concert promoter who is talking about how are we going to get back after COVID to have a large group of people together in one room. So one of the things they're in the early stages of developing is a plan that event operators can use to safely um, mitigate the spread of the virus at all. And one path they're exploring is that how do we sync with third party healthcare to make sure that people have been vaccinated and or to, the, to be able to go to be able to go to the concerts. So that's peer yeah, pressure. That right, would get people. Right, same thing. So for the age group that doesn't yep. want to do it and feels lackadaisical about it, how do we get yeah, them? I, I don't get that sick from it or whatever. Right. But we want to. I mean, seriously, I know so many people that are quarantining right now that have been exposed. Well, we've been hearing it a lot. I know. I mean, and kind of, it's been it's kind of unbelievable. I know people from bowling. We know people mm-hmm. here at the station, family. I mean, it's kind of like, boy, when you read those headlines, they're 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 not making them up. No the numbers I'm, are real. The numbers they're are worried. Real. People are worried, you know, about it. So yeah, that would be a totally so great it's just way like, of doing. You know, that. you can't have access to this something you've wanted to do forever unless you do it. Mm-hmm. So denying. So that's kind of and a way. travel would probably be the same way with airlines. Probably do the same exact mm-hmm. thing. You can't travel unless you have be you are vaccinated this. kind yeah. of thing. Rocco, what do you think of that? You're fine with that, I know. About getting a vaccine? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you know, if you it. trust it. I, I, when I heard, you know, that they were trying to rush it in time for the election, I thought, yikes, that's probably not something I would do. But if it, you know, Pfizer, they take their time, they have the yeah. proof. I mean, again, this isn't even, they still have to go through 
more trials on this. this they're on like, the last they're phase on the last of it. So they, they Pfizer people, thinks that they will have it ready to go by the end of December. Yeah, for, people for, will be vaccinated. Yeah, for the for frontline. However, they're going to decide that. And, and then one of the other things that is being floated around out there is why don't we get the super spreaders vaccinated first? Because they're you know this is the people between eighteen and thirty four years yeah. old. Let's get them vaccinated. I mean, there's a bunch of different right. things going on about it, but but because people were afraid of this vaccine, this has happened before. And okay, that's this, a that good was thing. just the thing I was right. saying is you know this happened when polio was sweeping through the country and people teenagers who really were yeah. struck down, small children and teenagers struck down by it, were afraid well, to get it. Well, this is the reason why, like, kids, to go to school, you have to have your you have to have your measles shots right. or whatever, because we've eradicated it, and you can't be some nutter butter right. who doesn't think your kid, you know, whatever. Right. It, this, like, that's how they had an explosion a couple of years ago in California. Washington and California. Yep. Like, these kids were, they were getting the, the measles. Vaxxers. Yeah. And so they said where celebrity helped it in the 50s, celebrity kind of worked against it because you had a lot of popular celebrities thinking it was tied to autism. It was very controversial, and I'm not going to name the names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking right, about. Right, right. Um, so, you know, it has played both ways. Right. So, his, but I just think, I thought that was interesting. Well, Elvis, all right, Elvis, you know. keep your pelvis away well, from Elvis, me. Well, Elvis, you know, he has the distinction of being uh, the first celebrity to, uh, you know, the National Enquirer took a picture of his coffin. Okay, that is the, have you seen that picture? I think everyone's seen that picture of him in his coffin. He was in an open coffin, and they, they not only took his picture, they published the picture on the front page of the National Enquirer, yeah. which if you go to the nationalenquirer.com, mm-hmm. the stories are from five years ago. Yeah. They don't even, that paper is done. Yeah. And boy, it ruled the world for a while. It did. And we would always say it's a 50 50 because they paid for their stories. So a lot of them were kind of right. Right. I know. But that is kind of gross. And then, of course, they went on to do it. But it, uh, it was the centerpiece of a million dollar lawsuit when that happened. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you remember this, but when Lisa Marie married Michael Jackson. She married him like only like three weeks after um, her divorce from the Scientologist Danny Keo. So father. that was a little bit of a rebound. That, that was a rebound marriage. And yeah. then when she went, she met Nicholas Cage and went to Hawaii with him. They got married like in a week too. Yeah, or, she has a rebound. And orgasmic haze. She's a gal who suffers from. I that. don't know that there was an orgasmic haze happening with Michael Jackson. There was some kind of haze. <laughs> a, a financial i don't i don't know what it was yeah was maybe weird. she wanted to learn how to dance i don't know well or sing and, or be i mean that come on we know that they did do it though right it's one of the most head-scratching marriages for sure in the entire universe of pop music the king of rock and roll's daughter marrying the king of pop it was I a mean, great just headline. Crazy. It was a great picture. Right. It was a great photo opportunity. And as long as we're on Elvis, I'll just give you one other little thing. The most requested image at the um, from the National Archives. The most requested image. Elvis with Nixon. That's right, Julia. I hmm. remember that little nugget. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Met him in December 1970 at the white pop collar, a big belt on, you know, Elvis and those fantastic sideburns, and he was looking real good. Mm-hmm. They had that picture at Graceland, but that's the most requested photo. From Which the seems so odd to me. Mm-hmm. 
that the whole that, thing's odd. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, he went there because he wanted to be on like Nixon's. Dr- he wanted to be on Nixon's dr- anti drug police. Right. Yeah, and he, here he is. You know, and he taking, was high out of his mind. Right. Well, but you know, it was prescribed tomato, by a doctor. <laughs> it was prescribed by a doctor. Is how it was thought of back then. <laughs> he had stomach problems. Yeah, it didn't. You know, it was from my doctor. You can't. A drug but, addict was somebody who was. On, on the, the street, street corner, corner or something like the that. Dogs, right. And, uh, yeah, but uh, he collected, he, he wanted to be honorary members of sheriff's department. He collected badges and he kind of envisioned himself as sort of a law and order guy. That's kind of funny. I know, it really is. And then, um, anyway, of course, you know, the whole scandal really of him starting to date priscilla when she was 14 we forget about it and gloss over that yeah. oh, so quickly right and he was but like she 21. was 14 mm-hmm. yeah so. and her parents let her move to Grayson when she was 16 with the promise elvis would marry her when she was of age and so when he fell in love with Anne margaret on the set of viva las vegas and he had the 16 year old hold up in his home and uh she might have been seventeen by uh-huh. then, but he 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 found himself in a, a dilemma. Basically, Priscilla's mom was like, "I will, you, I'll make your life miserable hell if you don't marry my daughter," because he didn't want to anymore. He wanted to be with Anne Margaret. I know the I love see. of his life, Julia. All right, well, there's Donnie. A, the, I mean, Donnie. I just called you. Donnie. I know. See, no. I've done it too. I know. It's a male voice, so we just Donnie. yeah, Donnie. Donnie. Donnie and I probably would both enjoy. Uh, a, a night or two or a lifetime with Anne Margaret. Oh, I could see gosh. that. Yeah. I could see who wouldn't. Yeah. She was darling. Right. I know I tried. I sent Donnie a text the other day about Lily Rob being Joe Clayberg's daughter. And mm-hmm. he's like, I told you and Julia about that seven years ago when American Horror Story <laughs> came out. Well, we didn't listen. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and I wrote back, obviously, we didn't listen or remember. Yeah. Anyway, all right, listen, we'll be right back. Thank you, Rocco. Thank you. Uh, Brian uh, said, uh, tweeted us. He said, Corinne Stephens, I tuned away for a few weeks. Uh, politics took over for him. He was like yeah, watching yeah. politics. And then I come back in the conversations about the video vixen, and she was on your show. She was. And she was on our show. She was, And he just confirmed that he heard her on our show. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. I mean, we were dying. Oh, that was such the, a dishy book. And she, she really talked about people who were married that she had her relationships with, mm-hmm. and it was a juicy, and the juicy O'Neill fact about the mattress. The mattress. Just stayed with just, us it, forever. And forever. In fact, every time I see him, I just think. Of how much he sweat when he has sex, and that he had to go through mattress like every three or yeah. four times yeah that they oh. would enjoy an Relations. entanglement mm-hmm. an entanglement an okay uh just to let you know britney spears her bid for you know yesterday her lawyer in the court paper said you know she's afraid of her father and will never ever 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 julia Take to the stage to lip sync and arm wave ever again as long as her dad's in charge of the career. The judge said, okay, blah, blah, blah. There'll be more conversation down the road in December. So for right now, her dad's still in charge. They're going to do more digging. Her mom, Lynn Spears, uh, she wants to get involved with it. And um, I this storyline, though, mm -hmm. I feel like... Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much money. Yeah, there is just so much there's money. There's so much money, I mean, and a, then whatever, maybe there's people. I mean, you can't even 
deal with her as a person. She's just a bank account. That'd be hard. Yeah, I don't know what the free uh, Britney movement is going to do. Because there's another court hearing in December. We'll keep you posted. Okay? Thank you, honey. All right, yesterday we talked about um, nuts from trees that help your sperm. Tree nuts, they're called. I'm calling them nuts from trees. Okay. And we talked about the grouping of them. Cashews, pistachios, almonds, um, hazelnuts, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, well, today's fact is along those same lines because we were talking about when you need those strong swimmers when you're wanting to um, have a child. The moment when a sperm fertilizes an egg, there's actually a little spark and an explosion. Did you know that? No. Well, I figured. I mean, I mean, something. A, a little. I mean, there's... I remember the class showing how hard the <laughs> sperm had to work to break the barrier of the ovum. Yeah, like they. It's you know, a it's a tough line. Yeah, the, the, knock knock it means to be a million. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can imagine there's mm-hmm. a spark. All right, I just I saw that today, and I just kind of thought, oh, it's tying into yesterday's wonderful conversation. Yeah, and we still didn't really figure out what it was a bumper sticker for. The you know? tree nuts. Yeah, is it a bumper sticker for the nuts or for the sperm or what? What it? <laughs> Eat more tree nuts for better sperm or it was for better sperm. Yeah. Something like that. It was for better sperm. And then, um, you know, people are really happy uh, to be reminded that when you have a television show where you cannot understand the accent or they mumble or it's filmed quietly, put on the caption. Caption. Okay, here is a trick. I even know someone uh, who said that they just have started doing everything in closed caption. I do it a lot. Do I do you? it. A, I yeah. used to do it when because Dad would stay with us quite a bit when he'd come home. Yeah, and so um, I thought it was a good way to teach teach the kids how to read. Right. They're like, Grandpa, it goes right over the sports. And I just read. You're reading. Right. It's a great You're reading. But but some places it's easier to get to closed captioning than others. You know the one that I, I don't know. Maybe they figured it out by now. But Peacock Network. Yeah, you can't get to closed captioning. You cannot get there. That and Peacock it's, is kind of crappy. Well, it fades out. No, I. It's kind of like they don't have it down pat yet. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Do you think this is a good move for uh, Christina Aguilera? She has moved to um, Jay Z's label. Do you sure, think that that's going to change things? I yeah. watched her just in that lovely movie with Cher. Burlesque. Burlesque. You know, that is a good movie. She looked so beautiful oh. in that movie. Remember how beautiful she looked? We saw her and Justin Timberlake at Excel. Mm-hmm. We were in the 15th row with Nikki. Yeah, but that was, you know, so long ago. I can't even remember. But she... That was a fun concert. It was a fun that concert. Was a that was a good fun concert. And it was before, you know, Justin Timberlake had so disrespected Janet Jackson. You know, so mm-hmm. it was, it, I, I could still, you I could still, still liked, like him. I still like, I genuinely liked him. Now I only like some of his music and can't stand him at all and just will never forget. Really, Until I know he this. apologizes. Okay, well. Yeah, he got off pretty scot-free for that. He, where, well, she took a tumble. He really did. And then and we've only her, talked about this 900,000 times. And he threw under times. the bus then, you know, when he called Les Moonves and begged him to be on the uh, the Grammys the next week. And Les barred um, Janet. And they made sure Simon & Schuster, which CBS owned, that they were going to rock block her memoir. And it's terrible. He could have stood up for her, but he's... He's a wussy. I don't like him. 
and I'll never back down. Really? Is that what's going to happen? All right, so the Country Music Awards are on tonight. Um, The um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are on Bravo tonight. Now, Wacko, what are you going to watch? Neither. Um, (laughs) I know that. We have a lot of laundry to fold, so yeah, whatever my wife and kid want to watch, we'll just sit in the basement and and watch that while we fold laundry. Do you like watching an award show here and there? Yeah, just not the country music. Not the country. I, I like the Grammys though. Yeah, I went to the Grammys once. It was you pretty did? fun. Yeah, with at my old radio station with Eleanor Mondale. Oh my God, Eleanor! And you I, have to yeah. tell you us have that to revisit story tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll, I'll do tomorrow. a deep dive Will on you? that. Yeah, please, because oh, she was lovely. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, like overnight. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna say, when are you coming back? Everyone have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.